think a lot of people aspire to have side projects, sometimes called side hustles, and even better if they can make money. But the main goal is to have independence. And I've talked a little bit before in my writing about the benefits of being a part-time creator. And the problem with all this is that the typical people who preach all this stuff are full-time creators. And they don't have a family, and they don't have a day job, and they don't have other commitments like church. Alex Reardon has all of these things. He has a full-time day job, he has three kids with a family, and he has church, and he has a functioning full life. And over the course of a year and a half, he worked on one project and one project alone, which was a course on DOM events, and he shipped it. And I thought that this was one of the most deep and raw conversations about what that was like and how he made it work and anything that he regretted. You mentioned that you had learned a lot about DOM events while you're like on the clock working on the the D&D project. So presumably you got to learn some of it on the clock, but then you also have to, since you're not paid to create courses by your day job, like how did you draw the lines between work time learning and free time teaching, I guess was, is the way I'd phrase it. Yeah. So, I mean, working in software engineering, I think we're always learning all the time, uh, every day. Uh, that's been my experience anyway. And relearning. I feel like there's some things I learn and then not that long later, I have to relook up again. There's just so much out there. I'm just always learning all the time and relearning. It's just too hard to hold, hold it all you know, in your head all the time. So in terms of creating this course, I set up very clear boundaries around my work time and making sure that I'm you know, doing and focusing on my work during work time. And then I set aside designated times at home where I was working on side projects. So for me, that what that looked like practically was one night a week. For me, it was Wednesday night where I would work like on this course and that's not a large amount of time, but I, it was a balanced amount of time because I have a lot going on, full-time work. At the time I had two kids, now three kids, which is wild. I'm doing stuff with my church. I'm doing stuff with my family, doing stuff with friends. Like it's just, my life's very full. And so one night a week was something quite palatable, but it meant that creating this course took an extremely long time. It took about a year and a half to actually put this whole thing together, doing you know that research, do, I was doing a lot of research on that Wednesday night and I created a visualizer, which took a long time. I created all the scripts, I recorded all the lessons. Yeah, it took, it just takes a lot of hours. And so when you're only doing it one night a week, it, it takes a while. Now, sometimes it would be maybe no nights a week. Like there was a period, some periods of time where I was busy with other things or on holidays. And sometimes it might've been a few nights a week because I was like really inspired. And towards the end, of the recordings well when i was actually doing the recordings we actually had our third child you know due and so that was a bit of an interesting time and i was really keen i'm like i need to get this course done working on it for so long and so i guess the month before he was born i was in the room in my office most nights like recording uh, those lessons to make sure that it was done before he came so that i could when he did come i could focus on him and the family exclusively and not have to try and be balancing stuff as much. It's impressive that you were able to have that kind of discipline to Wednesday nights, I'm working on this and you have to know in your head that it's going to take a while when you're only one night a week. But what I'm wondering about is having, I don't have children, but I'm married. And, and I know that when my hobbies are also on the, when it's like work on the computer, but then my fun times on the computer too, 
it doesn't always make for the best home situation, not to project at all. But what I'm wondering is, how did you come to having one night a week dedicated when you already uh, have the door shut nine to five every day and everyone's at home? Yeah, I'm really glad you raised this topic because I think this is the, the less glamorous side of side projects. And I'm happy to talk about the benefits of doing side projects, but I'm glad we're going in this direction for now. So you need to understand what's important to you. Like what's important with your time? What is more important for you? You know, is it more important for you to be a rock star uh, software engineer or to meaningfully invest and engage with the people around you? And I think the answer to those questions, those really deep questions will impact what you do with your time and how you spend your time. So we arrived in after negotiation, like my wife and I on that one night a week thing, because it's balanced everything else that I wanted to do. You know, I really want to make sure that I'm spending good quality time with my family, with my friends and with my wife. Ultimately, those are the most important things like rather than becoming the next big thing in software, so to speak. So yeah, it was kind of a process of negotiation to, to arrive on that point. Yep. Because yeah, it is hard to balance. It is tricky when you're in the office all the time to then say, hey, I'm going to spend more time in the office. Yeah, it's a tricky one. And I guess I'll take this question even further and say that like my experience with doing this course wasn't exclusively positive by any means. I doing projects on the side has a cost in the same way that open source has a cost, right? Projects have a cost and the, I guess the big cost is your time. And I think in this, the situation of the course, there was a big cost and it was primarily borne not by myself, but by the people around, especially towards the end, as I was doing, I mentioned that concentrated month of recording. I have mixed feelings about that. And to be honest, I feel quite guilty about that because my wife was eight months pregnant at the time. And that's probably when she needed me the most practically. And if I'm real, like I should have been there more, you know, practically, emotionally in that time. I think we agreed that we, we, we both agreed on that course of action that we wanted to get the course done before, before our son was born. But like, honestly, I feel regret about that. I'm happy with the result. Like the course is great. Really proud of that. But yeah, I just think in the scheme of things, did the world need another course? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's great. Like I don't want to tear it down by any means, but I mean, yeah, I, I think I would have, I think I would have felt it would have been better for me to have been a, a good, a really good husband during that time for her. So, yeah. So when you say that you have regret, like one of the things that like, as I'm thinking about this now, so like a lot of, does the world need another course? That's an interesting way to put it. And I know that you're joking. Not, I just realized that I was probably dang, I was about to step into playing devil's advocate for the Dom, which is a very strange position to have gone into where the API doesn't change. Like the DOM API is not going to change. So that topic will still be there. So there wasn't like a pressing need for you to do this, but at the same time, you'd also, I don't know where yeah, I'm going I mean, with as that. you said, as you said, the, <laughs> like the DOM event topic is fairly in some ways timeless. Who knows where we'll be in 10 or 20 years, but I think we were both, it just been, this particular project had been kicking on for quite a while. We were both keen to, in a good way to see it come to an end and not in like to see it go out there. And when you put a lot of investment and love into something, 
you want to see other people use it and engage with it and get get value from it. And I knew that if I was like once, uh, you know, newborn baby land is wild, and it takes a long time once a newborn comes. I we found to be able to be in a good place to be able to do side projects again. And so it was let's get this done ideally before the baby comes, so that it's it can actually get finished. Because if the baby comes, you're going to be adding on probably another six months to this thing. Yeah. I use the word regret. Maybe that's a little bit too strong a word, but I just think that, yeah, like it's just a big point that whenever we're spending time on something that's not our paid employment outside of work, a hobby, sport, whatever, like that, if it's not necessarily in support of the people around you who need you, like that, there's a cost there. Yeah. Thank you for being like so open and vulnerable about that. Like it's like you said, like I keep going back to there's these people who are just like are constantly putting stuff out and then we don't, it's really easy. Like I think about it, like when somebody like just scrolls through Instagram and they're like, oh, their life looks so fantastic, so fantastic. And you, you don't ever see what's going on outside of what you can see. And so you being able to finish this, but then also have very real kind of implications for finishing it at home. It's just nobody ever shares that kind of thing. And so I, I appreciate you sharing that. And so the negotiation phase for, it sounds so bad to say it about a relationship when you say it that way, but what would you do differently if you could go back a year and a half to when you were just starting things out and when you were first talking about one day a week, I'm going to do this, knowing what you know now and feeling what you feel now, what would you perhaps suggest somebody do differently if they're going to follow your footsteps? Yeah, I think doing the one night a week actually worked out pretty well. I think personally, I've grown a lot through side projects in my, like I have no doubt that I would not be where I am today in terms of my work career if I had not done side projects. I think I've always just done side projects. I personally, I'm one of those people who just find software naturally interesting. Uh, that's not everyone's experience, but I guess that's mine. Uh, so for me, it's hobby slash work is software engineering. And I, so it's some people like going out and working with their hands and doing woodworking and it's a good, you know, creative release for them. And to me, I find personally, I get those same feelings just doing software stuff. So I see it as just, I'm just doing a hobby. Why not a week? That's, I think, a pretty common experience for a lot of people. Mine just happens to be doing similar things to what I would be doing at work in, in the sense that they're both software engineering. But I guess the, the advantage of doing it on my own time and my own thing is that I have like complete control, you know, complete agency on what it is that I'm doing, how I do it, what are the things I want to spend my you know, innovation tokens on, what are the things I want to learn, what are the things I want to move quickly through. And like doing site, like if you're working for big kind of tech companies, or I think in general, I think the, the, from what I see, the natural tra trajectory of people is that you become more and more specialized in a particular field and side projects can be a great release on that in that you my experience is that when you're putting something together from scratch or trying to put something out there you often are tackling problems that you're not tackling necessarily as part of your day job so you're seeing the full scope of problems and yeah maybe you're saying hey i'm going to cheat over here i'm going to use some cloud service to do this thing and that's fine you got to choose where you want to you don't want to have to build everything but you get a sense of how everything hangs together and I get the impression that, especially in bigger tech companies, when you're just working on a piece of the equation, you can lose perspective on how that piece fits into the larger scheme of things. 
in delivering a valuable service to people, a delightful you know, experience. So when you're doing everything, you're being aware of how everything fits together. And, and also it makes you question, hey, the piece that I'm really good at, do I actually need this piece right now? Is there something else I could be doing to solve this part of the equation? So the one night a week thing, I think that's just something that my wife and I landed on. And that'll look different for different people. But I guess the good thing there is to be intentional, if, especially for those who I guess in, in uh, committed relationships is I think we always want to be clear with people about this work home everywhere, like clarity is king. And so I think it's good just to say, Hey, I'm keen to do this hobby or this thing. How's that going to fit into the rest of our life and getting shared buy-in on that? Because if you don't get shared buy-in, like it might be fine. It might cause resentment. You don't know. It's just best, I think, to, to talk it through. And it's okay to get it wrong as well. Like you guys might decide, Hey, like I'm going to do my woodworking side project three nights a week because I love it. And then they might turn around in a few months and say, hey, this isn't working for me. And I think it's just always a, it's an organic flowing thing. It's not like a one-time decision. And there might be periods of time where you're going full on because you're really interested or like you're trying to meet some artificial deadline that you impose on yourself. And I think that's okay. You just, it's, but I think it's just being sensitive to the other person's needs and making sure that. And again, it's coming back to what I was saying earlier. It's what's the most important thing? Is this hobby or this thing you're doing on the side the most important thing? to you or is it this relationship that you're in the family that you're in the, the whatever situation you find yourself in overall i thought this is a very touching reflection he obviously regrets not having been as good of a husband but also he's thankful that he shipped a substantial project that is going to last for multiple decades so i think it's always mixed feelings i think this is the reality of a lot of side projects and i like the honesty because a lot of people, especially with families, think about that sort of thing. I forgot to mention in my intro that Alex also maintains one of the most popular React libraries out there, React Beautiful DD. So check out his work, check out his course, uh, and think a little bit about the sacrifice that some creators make in order to give you the content that you consume at 2x speed and maybe dismiss out of hand. It is a lot, and I appreciate them more and more as the longer I do this.